Welcome to Cat Happens, the only podcast that's about all the news that's fit to print in the cat world. That's right, there's a cat world, and we're bringing you news. That's that's what you get from Cat Happens. I'm your host, um, Tuxedo Breslin, and joined with me as always is my co-host, who needs no introduction. Uh, hey, hey, everybody. Uh, hi, what, Tuxedo. What, good, good to be back. <laughs> what's your name? Uh, uh, William Sleepyhead. Because here, here's something I didn't tell you before the show, uh, Tuxedo. Okay. Uh, I've got a bit of a sinus headache. I don't know if you can hear. I sound a little bit nasally. And mm-hmm. so I went down to my bathroom to take some Tylenol and I accidentally took Tylenol PM instead about 15 minutes ago. Hell yeah. So it's going to be a race before the end of the show to see if I'm still awake. And that's exactly what we're talking about today on Cat Happens. How to drug your cats. Now, we know this can be a tough situation. You know, your cat might not like pills. Your cat might attack you and, and hiss whenever you approach it. You know, it can be hard to give your cat pills. Um, well, I don't know. I was thinking, I was thinking, Kevin, we might, this, this could be a short episode. Have you ever considered that? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Um, cause this is part of a live block of shows. So if one ends early, that, that yeah, that's an issue, of, but think about, think about it this way. It could end early and then everyone else could just know that it ended early and show up immediately with no problems. What about that? Have you ever even thought about that? That that's, that's a pretty big ask for our, our crew here, but <laughs> it, it stranger things have happened well just think about it just think about it like what if i will what if everyone just showed up right as we are like i think i'm done you know and uh what if what if then everyone was all there and then even the cameras and all the video files were in place wouldn't that be crazy that would you know we've talked before about having like on trob home video just like it being one giant show one day you know Mm-hmm. Where like we start out with Jim Mafu drawing, and then at some point towards the end, Callie joins and does her show, and there's some overlap with Jim. And then towards the end of Callie's show, we pop in, and then we blend into real life sci-fi, and you know. Yeah, but I was saying it should be like a whole, like we should all live in the same apartment building, and it's like a reality show setup. You know, it's like a Big Brother kind of thing. That would be that would that would be fun. I'm I'm up for that. Can, can we all move in with you, Spencer? Yeah, everybody can. Yeah, no problem. Okay. I think I think that that's something. It's kind of what the what the streaming block has always been moving towards. I think. I think if you think about it logically, it's just this natural evolution that's that's supposed it's, to happen. It's where I always dreamed it would go. All of us living together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's that's what Kevin always wanted is an art commune to belong to just some sort of no uh, what do you call it formless collective as it were you know and then we wouldn't even have to keep streaming in a lot of ways our lives would then become the performance art you know i'm know. i'm for that i i feel like that would kind of be where we've just we've always wanted to go yeah yeah let's let's do it let's 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 talk yeah. to Trump. Yeah, let's talk to Schraub. Let's talk to Schraub. But 
we got to come up with a pitch. Maybe that can be today's episode as we come up with a pitch for how we're going to pitch this on Schraub. Maybe we'll get Schraub in here, even though he's not going to be here tonight. We could call him, just call him up on the phone, interview him. Well, not interview him, pitch to him. No. Yeah. What would we, we call this? Uh, that happens, guide in. You know, like an anime thing. I don't know. Um, I don't know. We don't even have to pitch it to him. What we could do is we could hang out with him and say, hey, this is just a cu-. I'll call him and I'll say, you know, Kevin's on the line. And then we'll say, this is just a casual hangout. There's, we're just, we just say, thought we say what was up. And then we could drop a lot of like, uh, subtext kind of neurolinguistic programming kind of try and laying out the case for, for us all this new project, you know, without actually even pitching it. We just feel like boy, housing costs have gotten expensive lately. I, I wish we could all just team up and fix that. Yeah. That's crazy, man. I just had this crazy dream that we all live together. Isn't that so weird? You know, like that, that's how it goes. I think it could be good. Um, but yeah, I don't know. So last week was our Thanksgiving episode, but not really. It wasn't very Thanksgiving. But this week is the real Thanksgiving episode because Thanksgiving happens. And we need to get a deviled egg update from Kevin's Thanksgiving. I, I didn't get deviled eggs. I'm I'm so distraught. Uh, our our devil our eggs were broken, and then Ariel's mm-hmm. sister was like, "I'll save the day. I'll I'll make the deviled eggs." I guess it's a family recipe, but mm-hmm. she didn't have any devil or any eggs at all. So mm-hmm. I showed up to Thanksgiving dinner and waiting for my eggs, and th- there were none cheese but you were that that sucks because you were led to believe there might still be deviled eggs but it turned yeah i i was i was really counting on some deviled eggs um i i probably would not have shown up to the thanksgiving dinner had i known there was no eggs (laughs) that's that's how vested i was in the eggs yeah if you think about the true um the true deviled eggs are just cracked broken eggs that you can't use you know those are the most deviled eggs of all, if you think about it. They are. Wow, that's been, that was deep, Spencer. They've been damned by Satan himself. Yeah, man, I'm a deep guy. I that so it's a family recipe. I want to know. I kind of want to know what's what's going on with these eggs. Well, what else happened? Was there any anything else notable Thanksgiving wise? Um, no. It was a typical like post pandemic. Everyone gets together, and oh, by the way, we all we're all sick and cough on each other for four hours Mm -hmm. and now we're all sick with something different than we came with and we all traded yeah we all traded diseases (laughs) okay um wow yeah that 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 was about it really but Um, what what, food gotta be specific we've gotta be food specific okay so ariel made um apple pie pork chops have you heard of this before no, I've heard of like apple pork chops or like apple used in pork chops, but what's this? It's basically like you start out making an apple pie and then you put pork chops and stuffing on top of it and you bake Whoa. it in like in a casserole dish. And it's, it's, it's way better than I thought it was going to be when she explained it to me. The first I was like, that's, I, cause I don't like combining sweet and savory really, you know, 
Like, I don't like salads with fruit in it and stuff like that. And I was like, this is not, I'm not going to like this. But it was, that was actually really, really good. And she made some homemade cranberry sauce, which was unlike anything I've ever had before. It was tart. It was really, really good. Um, What did it look like? Uh, boy, it, it was loose. It wasn't like the jelly stuff like you get in a can. It was, it was more of a... It was thicker than soup. It was more like gravy consistency with like chunks of cranberries in it. Okay, yeah. But it was like a citrusy um, tart kind of thing. Did it have other ingredients in it or anything? My mom used to do something that it would almost look more like like a purple relish by the time she was done, where there was like there's things that were light colored and not translucent, you know, like there's like chunks. Yeah, but like this is like or big chunks of, of cranberry. Yeah, but it was all cranberry. It, it was all like cranberry shit. Though. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. There wasn't like yeah. carrots or anything like that in it. Man, making your own cranberry is pretty good. Yeah. And any other hits, any desserts or anything? Or did you just have the apple pie pork chop for dessert? Um Well that is both, but no, um cookies and pie and cake and ev- everybody brought dessert. So it, it was really actually really good. I've, That's awesome. Yeah, I, think I, I ate way too much. The- yeah man that's the i ate way too much too it was terrible i mean it was good but um i used to i used to bring cookies uh when we would do stuff like this not like all the time but i would make chocolate chip cookies because man chocolate chip cookies they can be very good i was i used to be pretty good at baking them too now i just i don't know i usually just use uh pre-made cookie dough because that shit's good too have you did i ever send you i think i sent this to you maybe um this Chocolate chip cookie, chocolate chip cookie recipe. Chocolate using. chip cookie. Episode title. Um, Episode no. title. Uh, it's it's by the Bon Appetit people. Is using brown butter and these big oh. thick chunks. Like, have you, have you had brown butter cookies before? I think maybe. Yeah, I, mean, I, here, I, use, me... I made brown butter for one thing. I might have made it for cookies, but I don't think I did. Yeah, um, it, Kevin's. Can can the audience see this, Kevin? We make it so they can. Oh, okay. Kevin's showing up a link of brown butter and toffee chocolate chip cookies, and boy, howdy, do they look like what I'm going to eat in after the show is over? <laughs> yeah, here we go. Here. So yeah, it's it's brown butter. You basically you almost you almost burn some butter before you start making it. Yeah. Um, they have a YouTube video on it too that um I'll link somewhere on our website. Um, but it's, it, these are the best cookies I've ever eaten because they, they, they taste so complex, even though the recipe is super simple. Yeah. When you brown butter like that, it gets this crazy flavor. I mean, presumably that's where like the flavor of butterscotch comes from. It's like this, I mean, you know, there's no sweetness in it inherently until you like add sugar, but it is like this really caramely kind of kind of baked kind of butter taste i don't know it's it's again like butterscotch especially once you like put sugar or caramel maybe it's kind of caramel like but boy howdy man maybe i should learn how to do that recipe because i had a recipe that i would use for chocolate chip cookies and it kind of stopped turning out as well i think it's mostly like me doing a bad job but it just like over time it became less reliable or i became less reliably able to produce it i don't know but man love a cookie you know they don't have cookies in britain well they do there's something else well they're not they're the same <laughs> what they, i don't know the, the, they time have- I, the time i spent in england i cookies like we had i mean 
they definitely were there, but that's not what you would get typically served to. It would, you know, they they call them biscuits, and they're more like shortbread kind of things or stuff like that. Not cookies yeah. like this would be commonly served. That's the thing. They have cookies, but cookies are off to the side because they have this new prominent like thrust of biscuits, and then biscuits are essentially like fucked up cookies. <laughs> like. What if we had our cookies be all fucked up instead of being like good? I mean, they're not bad or anything. It's just they're they're way different. Um, but yeah, so they have the cookies. They're just de-emphasized because they're not biscuits. Jason, Jason's throwing up. Cat update. My cat's throwing up again. So this expensive food I've been giving her is back to not really doing anything, which I guess is good to know. I still think she like throws up less, but maybe she was just not throwing up because, you know, I took her to the vet and they gave her like a steroid injection. So the thing about steroids is uh, they stop working. You know, you get into steroid injection and it's like maybe you're good for a month or two and then they stop. So it's like it could have just been the steroids this whole time and the diet hasn't, you know, done anything. Who knows? Did she get all buff? uh, (laughs) Yeah, I wish. She starts like picking fights with me now. She actually does, I don't know. She 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 yells at me in the morning and she like jumps around on my bed to like keep me from going to sleep when that's uh when she's hungry, which is like, you know, sometimes like three in the morning randomly. It's definitely all sorts of times. But um yeah. I'm just glad she threw up on the hardwood. When I'm not home, she often throws up on the carpet, but when I am home she often throws up on the hardwood because she knows if she starts throwing up, I'm going to try and, you know, move her, like put down a t-shirt, an old t-shirt in front of her. So she throws up on that instead. And I think that's stressful. Just this giant man sprinting around while you're trying to throw up. (laughs) So I think she's like, I'm just going to do this over out of sight of Spencer. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I mean, they said that she's just going to lose, she's going to lose weight and she's going to be thrown up forever. So I think the main thing is just, what are you doing, Jason? I think the main thing is just uh, trying to, you know, monitor her weight and make sure she's not like losing a ton of weight because otherwise she's just got, she's got vomiting. She's got digestive problems. That's the diagnosis. So, you know, I don't know. Whatever. I hope she's okay. But, I mean, she's okay in the micro, just, you know, who knows? Who knows? She's an old cat, but whatever. Um, I had a Thanksgiving, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, t- tell us about your Thanksgiving. Thanks. Um, we actually celebrated on Tuesday. Um, I have some friends that, in the past, they've done stuff on Thanksgiving with their families and stuff. And so I was like, hey, what if we do something on Tuesday? That way it's not, you know scheduling a mess and you know you have a whole day to recover in case like i don't know having two days in a row be thanksgiving that could be you know bad it's like you show up to real thanksgiving it's like man i'm fucking sick of eating thanksgiving i don't don't think i can eat right now i'm too full but uh so yeah we did two days apart and i don't know i just wanted to get all the food which is you know my urge get the leftovers and stuff and so, yeah, um, my friend makes really good mashed potatoes. What he does is he puts garlic 
and an onion or a piece of onion in with the potatoes to boil so it softens up and then that mashes into the whole mix and it it kind of provides like like a deeper more mild kind of uh flavor but it suffuses the whole thing as opposed to like i don't know you know adding garlic as a garnish or something how it's like punchy on top this is kind of like this deep under underbelly of flavor mashed potatoes are really good um one of my friends made green bean casserole and uh he threw like an extra mushrooms and he put like parmesan cheese on top and it was like grated parmesan not like the uh the powder like the craft macro like powder that you get um so that was good it had a lot of black pepper in it oh and the potatoes had cayenne pepper so the potatoes had this kind of uh pretty nice heat and then the the green bean casserole it had this really intense like um like it wasn't as hot because it was black pepper but it was just this like really strong like black pepper flavor and that was like really good with the green beans and the the sludginess of you know the cream of mushroom soup and stuff that you use that was good and i made stuffing i think i talked about my stuffing stuffing turned out really good um the turkey turned out pretty good i don't know it still kind of had the fundamental problems as a turkey you know it was still kind of just like dry and shit like it wasn't i wouldn't say it's oh it was over dry or anything but it's just you know it's not like chicken um but it had all this popeye flavor and it was really easy because they pre-cook it so you're just reheating it so you know i think in the future i'm probably just gonna go more ham based but that seems like a good option uh if you if you just don't want to put a lot of effort into a turkey you know it comes out and you eat it and it's like hey this is that part of the meal uh the, i made the corn casserole which i think i was talking about and that went over really well everyone was loving the corn casserole and we got pies from bonds or something and the pies were fucking good as hell they're just like cheap pies i don't know how they could be so good but they were fucking so good um they were so good i went to the store afterwards and found the same pie from the same you know like brand or whatever and bought that one and i ate that too and i was like hell yeah dude this pie is fucking incredible but um it was all it was all really good everyone did a good job I ate so much food. I ate so much food. I was like in pain for like seven or eight hours. It was it was crazy. Like I, I like I don't know. I, I was just in. I was in pain. Uh, it was probably the most I've like overeaten in my life. I think if I had to, if I had to guess, it was it was really intense. But um, yeah, it's fun. It's fun to cook it's fun to cook okay so my friends they're they they do the the podcast no one can know about this I think we've had them on right um and this season what they're doing is they're adding video to everything <laughs> they're adding POV video like GoPro cameras on their heads and they have other camera angles and stuff and so but, but for everything they're doing they're going to be filming it and cutting it into like a video and stuff so you can watch watch this whole situation as opposed to just listen to it as a podcast and you get all the angles they have a dog camera on their dog so you get the dog angle and stuff it's awesome and um they were doing that they were playing final fantasy for their podcast when i came over and they had a gopro for me and we were all wearing gopros and we were making the food 
<laughs> we have GoPros and uh we were eating the food with the GoPros. It was it was wild, man. We must have recorded for hours and hours. And who knows how that'll turn out. But it was really funny. Um you know, having three guys wearing GoPros preparing Thanksgiving meals in the kitchen. <laughs> you know? I don't know, just something slightly surreal about that. It was a lot of fun. Um towards the end though my head started hurting really bad i think like from the headband or something i don't know but you know we had it on for like maybe eight hours or something so i guess it makes sense to give you a little little bit of pain <laughs> so it was just a crazy time it was it was very interesting and fun and i ate way too much and i felt like shit. i had to go i had to go home and then like immediately lie down for like an hour and i was just in constant pain but it's like i don't <laughs> I literally can't do anything like i just have to wait until uh i get i get some 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 stuff back you know um but it was good man thanksgiving's great oh you know what i did is i fucking someone in our discord the good discord i want to say it's jackson i don't remember they said um now what you got to do is you got to take all your leftovers and bake it into a pie and so i did that I bought a pie crust and I just put everything in like at the bottom I put mashed potatoes and then I put the turkey and the gravy over that I just layered everything except not all the ham because I still have an obscene amount of ham and um yeah I put in a pie crust I put another pie crust on top for like the top and I just baked it for like 45 minutes or something and boy howdy it was great it was like the next day's thanksgiving redone you know it was all still the same stuff it was all hot again and it was in a pie crust this time pie crust is so good man you just eat pie crust you're saying you don't like mixing the savory and sweet but like pie crust it can really go either way you know um oh my friend made cranberry sauce too it was really good he just uh simmered cranberries and like syrup you know water and sugar for less than an hour but quite a while it was a lot of fun the cranberry sauce was fucking good it was better than the stuff my mom makes because my mom puts like fucking i don't know what like nuts or some shit i think she uses like orange zest but it's like a lot of orange zest but i don't know it's weird because when you look at it this stuff that she makes it looks more like ice cream where it's opaque you know it's not there's no translucency to it at all i don't know i don't know man but yeah and that's the show it's a good thing the next people are already here (laughs) no um it's not the end of the show although it could be if we imagined a dream if we dared to dream a dream but um no i don't know i was thinking if we if we tried to make a video game what would it be you and me were like, we gotta make a video game. Boy, I don't know. Um, like, I, I, I would like to make some kind of like D and D tools with you. Maybe not necessarily a full game. Sure. But yeah. I think, I think we could design something that would like allow a dungeon master to create visualizations for their players and keep track of things and keep track of character sheets. And I know there's tools like that right now, but I think they all kind of suck. And that's coming from me not being really a player, but I've looked at a bunch of those and none of them seem to be great. You know? So I, I think yeah. with your, 
D&D skills and me being a programmer, we could come up with something really good there. That's a good idea. That's a better idea than what I was going to say. I was thinking we should do a game. It could be called um, Kevin's Day Off. And it's you'd be, you know, at the computer um, sending an email about how, hey, there's no shows, you know, this Sunday because it's my day off. And then like all of all of your emails, they get bounced back by the mailer daemon or whatever. And you're like, what could this mean? Why are all my guests, you know, bouncing back my emails? And then you get an email and it's from a bad guy who's like, I've I've stolen all your all your content creators and you need to, you know, give me a billion dollars if you want to see them back. And you're like, God damn it, it's my day off. And then, you know, then it's kind of like River City Ransom or something, or Rampage or whatever, where you're you're just, you know, it's like a beat 'em up game. Where you're just going around beating up hordes of, you know, minions trying to fight your way to uh, the bad guy's lair to free the content creators. You know, I, there could there could be like a what do you call it? Like a character advancement system where it's you're programming your own body because you're using your programming skills to like update you know your your abilities and uh, so you can like you know. You can go down different paths of like a tank or a healer, like a what? What do we call it? Um, you know, like a guy who uses pets, like a ranger kind of character. You know, and there there would be Kevin's day off. <laughs> what do we think of this? Is this how you picture how I spend my day off? Yeah, you're like beating up your dogs. You have dogs, right? <laughs> I do like no pooping and stuff. <laughs> That's yeah. You just a big muscle man going around solving problems, and there's there's tons of powerful forces out to stop you. But you know you're unstoppable essentially. You know, I I could I could see it. I mean, I used to when I was much younger get told I looked like Matthew Broderick all the time. So the whole Ferris Bueller's Day Off thing kind of clicks with me a little bit. Hmm. Was he in that? I don't yes. think I've seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off. How, 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 how could you have gotten this far in life and not seen Ferris Bueller's Day Off? I don't know. Didn't Matthew Broderick kill someone? Not to my knowledge. Maybe. I think he got in a car accident and ran someone over or something. I'm, I'm going to look while, while you... All right. All right you, you predict what happened while I look it up. Well, you look... So basically what happened is Matthew, Matthew, Matthew Broderick... He was racing for pinks uh, in the in the old wash, and um, what he didn't know is that there was an old granny that was trying to cross the wash, and the bad guy knew this because he wanted to get Matthew Broderick out of the racing scene for good. Um, so they race, you know. Obviously, he's going to win, but then the granny is deployed. And then it's like, oh my God, am I going to lose? This is for pinks, you know, but it turns out like, no, I gotta, I gotta lose because I can't run over this old lady. And then the bad guy having been thwarted, he pulls like a lever and the lady goes flying back into his car's trajectory anyway. And he runs the lady over, loses the race, loses his car, is ashamed, you know, basically shamed out of the the underground street racing scene who hates when you resort to crime (laughs) 
Okay, what'd you find? Do you find anything? Yeah, so no, you're, you're right. While he was in Ireland, he was driving with Jennifer Gray in the passenger seat. Um, he crossed into the wrong lane and collided head on with a Volvo and killed a Jeez. woman and her mother. He suffered a fractured leg and ribs, a concussion and a collapsed lung. Jennifer Gray um, had whiplash, which later required surgery. He killed two people. Holy yeah. shit. Man, don't go to another country and then get in a car accident. If you're going to get in a car accident, it's got to be home, you know? It's not, yes. it's not England's problem that you're fucking out here, you know? They're not like, I don't know. I don't know, man. Well, that was exciting. Um, so Kevin posted um, a new segment that we're going to try. Is that correct? I, you know, I was trying to go with a bunch of them and I kept clicking and clicking and clicking. And they all were just completely pointless. And then this one came across as slightly funny. Maybe. Do you want some, some intro music for it? Well, can you, can you generate more off of this? Like a, like a, more words after this part yeah okay, we're still like, trying to figure out how to work ai into our workflow and i think it's going good man last week was good right that was fun was some fun ai times but i'll just read what it says okay it's generating we, some more words right, yeah right now. if we generate or don't it'll be fine but okay so okay so next up on the podcast we're going to try out a new segment I really want to do more content for my listeners and I'd love for you guys to be a part of it. <laughs> I've started this new segment called, Hey Jeff, what's your problem? So here's how the segment works. We're going to open up the, <laughs> the chat line to you guys you can join the chat and ask Jeff what his problem is. Well, you have to guess what Jeff's problem is. It's kind of like guessing what Kevin's deal is. That's what it is. Do we have the ability to do this? <laughs> Uh, of course yes oh no um i've seen other podcasts do something like this before but for the life of me i can't remember the name of the podcast the premise is simple they don't have to be big problems they could just be the little annoying things that bother me each and every day i want to know what you guys think of the idea so i'd love to hear what you think of it <laughs> in addition to that i'll be doing the hey jeff what's your problem segment each and every podcast so yeah we got to you know, you got to come in and, and tell us, guess what Jeff's problem is. <laughs> or what this says is, uh, uh, I just talk about annoying things that bother me each and every day. Is it? That's kind of uh, the whole podcast. <laughs> That's what the whole podcast is. But is, is it like. things that annoy you that Jeff does? Or is it just in general? I think this is saying just in general. Okay. Um, it, it could fit better if it were <laughs> if it were that involved jeff but yeah so has anyone in the bad discord indicated a, a problem that they want to guess for jeff i don't think this is going to work out i think we need to think about and i'm not blaming you i'm just saying like i don't think i could just ask you to pull people onto the chat uh without any briefing i think that's a weird expectation <laughs> but hey you know you gotta try stuff Speaking of trying stuff, America voted and they tried the country style rib sandwich from Arby's, but the, that sandwich is gone. I was so sad. I, I told you earlier today, I drove past an Arby's intending to go buy one and they were gone. Yeah. 
it's fucked. They brought their burgers back, which, you know, the burgers are fine, but you don't want to, you don't need to go to Arby's for a burger. You go somewhere else and get a burger. It's fine. Go to Arby's because you want a gyro for some reason. But yeah, they don't have them anymore. Which is why we want to talk to you, the listener. If you've tried the country style <coughs> rib sandwich, we got to try. Okay. So we got the spell jammer who's guessing what Jeff's problem is. No, he's not guessing. He's, he's just saying. Spelljammer says, why can't you commit to anything but vegetarianism? Your family misses you. Which, I bet his family has seen him. You know, he probably is doing Thanksgiving with his family. Doesn't that make sense? I, I would assume so. When's the last time we've heard from Jeff? Uh, the last time I remember hearing from him. Well, I mean, okay, I just found out at a more recent time. But I went to his birthday, and then that weekend I was like, hey, do you want to do the show? And he was like, nah. I think I talked about that on the show, where he was like, nah, I don't want to talk. Uh, he was saving his voice, right? Yeah, he was saving his voice, which is very noble of him. But um, I think that's what happened. But recently... He texted me asking him why I commented something weird on his Instagram because he posted like a picture of an Instagram and then Abed just typed someone's name. It was like, it wasn't this name, but it was, it was basically something like Sam Hartman or something like that. And so Abed just writes Sam Hartman in the comments of Jeff's post. And so then I write Seb, Sam Hartman in the comments of his post also because I'm like, I'm like, I don't know why Abed's doing this, but to me, it's funny that he has done this. And so I'm going to double down. And so then he texted me like, why'd you do that? And I was like, oh, I was just copying Abed. I thought it'd be funny. And so that's, that's the last I've heard of him. And that's the last you'll be hearing of him. Ha 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 ha. We got to get the merch going that has Jeff's face cut out. I think... I, I I don't mind. I, I'm not trying to start shit. I don't mind that Jeff's gone, but I do think like our logo, but with Jeff's face is cut out. It's like a question mark in the, in like the black void of his face. I think that's good merch. Like I think that I think people might buy that. I I'm I would buy that shirt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a. I don't know. It's maybe a weird investment to to buy a shirt for a podcast for where the host has been gone for longer than the podcast exists. Uh, I don't know the long-term strategy there, but I do think it would be a funny shirt. I'd wear it, and, uh, you know, that's saying something. I don't think I'd want to wear my own podcast merch very much. Um, I wear the Harmontown shirts, I guess, but that's not, I don't know. That felt a little different, I guess, because I was always like, I'm such a fan of this show. I'm a big fan of this show, though. You been playing any more Marvel Snap, Kevin? Yeah, I, I I have. Um it I'm still winning way more than I'm losing. I'm mm-hmm. up to like twenty seven, twenty-eight now. Still mm-hmm. enjoying it. I just I kinda wish the rounds were longer though. Like I feel like just as soon as I'm getting a strategy going, the, the game's over. Yeah, I, yeah, it's 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 definitely um that's a weird thing about like it's so stripped down. It's like all a, a lot of things that I really like about Magic the Gathering 
but like taken to the barest essentials. And sometimes it's like, I wish it was a bit, I could go a bit deeper because it's like, I have my cards, but yeah, I think it's generally good game design for a game to end before you want it to, because then it's not like, you're not like, God damn, when will this get over? Because that leaves like a negative association, whereas like, oh man, that ended too soon. I want to keep playing is like a good association to put on your game. But yeah, no. One of these days we should play Marvel Snap on the thing. The thing is, we know how you, you know how to do your computer, but I can't like I can't pull up my screen. You know, not that I'd be good at that, but like. So if we wanted to play Marvel Snap, I'd have to figure out how to get you to play Marvel Snap, which is, that seems like a whole thing, but I don't know. It could be cool. It would be like when we did Wordle that one time and that sucked. It could suck like that sucked. (laughs) That could be really good. (laughs) No, but I don't know. It could be fun to just talk through a, a game of Marvel Snap completely, but hey, whatever. And, uh, Apocalypse then asked Jeff, how do you think will you will die? which I don't think that really gets at the spirit of what we we're going for basically on any access. Like it's not a complaint. It's not asking him what his deal is, you know, it should be, I mean, that might be one of his problems though. Like something that he really digs at him. Sure. Is his, is wondering how he's going to die. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if, you, if you take it as a very open-ended question, it's pretty generous, you know. Um, but yeah, I, I get what you're saying. I don't buy it though. Apocalypse, then you gotta try again. And that rhymes, of course. Oh boy, what have we done? Um, so okay, so Kevin, you know we have a segment on this show called "What's Kevin Deal." It's called "What's Kevin Deal." It's called "What's Kevin's Deal." You hear about this? I have before. Yeah. Yeah. So. I actually found some bit of your deal. Yeah, see, exactly. That's Kevin just pulled up a great mock-up. I'm just Photoshopping this right now as a concept. Yeah, that's basically the whole idea, yeah. Okay, so if you, I'll put this on the screen. If, if you guys at home want merch of this, we will make that happen. Hell yeah. It's basically also, that happens logo just with... Um, Jeff's face uh, blacked out. In yeah, Jeff's mark. face blacked out and a big question mark over it yeah i also have like a design that i could maybe finalize or something i think the hardest thing is i just need to fix the text but i had a i had a design that's like just kind of like a two-tone drawing of the uh the turtle sandbox which is my logo and a lot of stuff i gotta figure out what text to put on that because i think it looks cool as a symbol so that could almost be a t-shirt that's another t-shirt i feel like i'd wear but it's like I'd kind of want to figure out what the text is, you know, but anyway, I've been doing some research and I dug up this video from Kevin's childhood. So it's, it's a blast from the past, Kevin, I'm going to post the video and you gotta, we gotta, we gotta play the video and I gotta play and watch the video for the stream. Okay. Okay. One, one second here. Hold on. And it might be incredibly loud. <laughs> I'm not, not sure because <laughs> Kevin's childhood was loud. Let's see. Can I make this full screen? No. All right. That's fine. That's plenty. Be brace for noise. 
Ooh, that's too loud. It's so loud. Kevin, do you remember this? I'd like to say yes that I do. That was you as a baby, Kevin. Okay. I, I, I can see that. Here, turn the turn the sound a bit more down and play it again. You see, that's you. Do you remember that? It's all flooding back to me now, really quickly. Yeah. Remember that time we went to the woods? And you were like floating around. Yeah, but that that is that's so me. Yep. I think I think if you're watching the live video, you're gonna learn a lot about Kevin's deal right here from this. So you know. Here's the thing, Kevin. We do a segment. We do a a real segment on TikTok on Twitter. Nope, on the show. There we go. And it's about TikTok. It's me breaking down the TikTok. And that was a TikTok, Kevin, from the future. It's it's what all the kids are doing these days. Oh man. There is a trend on TikTok where parents are taking videos of them watching that video with their young children you probably do this with your kid honestly uh okay go viral and you show them the video and go do you remember this <laughs> this is from when you were a little baby <laughs> and you go that's you that's you and the kids you know they go like that's not me or sometimes they're like oh wait when was this like i think i remember this <laughs> it's just and it's 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 taken over TikTok as everybody. There's a bunch of these videos to watch, and I don't I don't think we're gonna watch them. But you should at home, just get on TikTok. I think you gotta type in maybe you Google search TikTok me as a baby or something. And it's 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 all these videos of people, and they're doing it to everybody. Um, and people are making up their own videos and putting on the clothes of that little guy and dancing around. You know, and uh, they're doing the music is becoming memed and stuff. And oh, baby, it's a lot of fun. Just people saying <laughs> that's you when you were a baby. People in the comments, everyone in the comments is going to the video and going, hey, this is a video my parents took of me when I was a baby <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> it's just it's just a lot of fun over on TikTok. And so if you need to understand what the kids are doing, that's what they're doing. They're showing each other videos of this little marionette situation that's dancing around in the forest and they're saying that's me as a baby <laughs> what do you think about tiktok kevin in light of this news see like one out of 20 things people show me from tiktok i think are legitimately funny and then like the other you know 95 percent i just am like this is the cringiest thing i've ever seen in my life which probably makes me think i'm, I'm old now because yeah. I, I, i'm not I'm not enjoying what everybody else is anymore. Well, that's the thing. It's it's a uh, it's not like necessarily just what's cool so much as like what's happening. Like what's happening there at any given time is like crazy and like that's the thing. It's it's like content creators are less on TikTok at least are less like shaping stuff so much as they're just kind of like following the flow of what everyone's doing you know it's just like there'll be a trend or something and everyone will do that or there'll be a little new 
filter or pop up and everyone's using that, you know, and that that becomes the thing. It just is like which is very zeitgeisty in a way, but it's also like it's weird because it, it simultaneously lacks polish and has a lot of artifice because part of it's like hey we're just all doing this thing kind of like when twitter when like a joke goes viral and people are doing like their own takes on that joke you know but it's like it's not just like hey this is me being clever it's like i'm just gonna push these same buttons and activate this filter just like everyone else has done and that's it that that's to me what annoys me about tiktok is that it's not even people making highly derivative jokes it's they're telling the same joke you know or they're lip syncing somebody else telling a joke you know and to me that just takes away from the original thing that was funny but yeah i think i'm just not getting it no i think you're right and i think that everyone on tiktok either they either just take this as acceptable or it doesn't bother them in that same way but it is that is the thing on tiktok (laughs) is it's like is like uh, half the posts are like hey what if i stole this joke and just i did the same joke you know and uh and that's it's it's almost like retweeting on twitter but on twitter you know you could see that it's a retweet and it's like i'm not trying to pass this off as my own here's this thing someone else did whereas like the twitter linguistics for that is i am just going to do this joke and that's it and and then it becomes like i guess it that becomes the meme and so like i think that's why some people like it is because they're like hey what if the meme was me saying the meme isn't that much better than the meme just sitting over there and not having anything to do with me you know which is really cringy um but you know it's it's also fun i mean i don't make a lot of like trend videos because it's yeah it's it's hard to uh like do you do you hard think- to some of this comes from this out yeah Mm -hmm. do do you think some of this comes from there being more people wanting to be famous than there is legitimate content to make people famous you know one person can tell a funny joke and and get spread everywhere but on tiktok 40 people can lip sync themselves telling the same joke and all 40 of them get shared all over the place because it was a funny joke and that's an okay thing to do there do you think that's an artifact of there just being so much more supply than demand for famousness? I think it's just that, I mean, uh, maybe a little bit, but I think it's just that um, it's like the form dictates the function or whatever, you know, like Twitter is, is prone to like small little bursts of words. And so people like do takes on the same joke or they do dogpiling like all the all the interaction and the stuff that like comes to define twitter is in in large part due to like the design of twitter right and TikTok's the same way like it has what's the stitch feature which lets you take someone else's video and then add yourself doing a video at the end of that and it has a feature where you can play the video side by side as the video taking live video of you so like if we were watching the video we just played, that could be a video of us just watching it and talking about it. And that is, you know, functionally. And then also when you're scrolling through things, you can get the same music that someone else used in their post, you know? And so it's all these tools built into, you know, building off of something someone else has made or, you know, just using that, you know, it's like to the point where right now, a lot of posts on TikTok will be uh, a clip from family guy 
on the top and then the bottom it'll be someone playing one of those mindless fucking iphone games where you know you're trying to like uh just like cut through things with a knife or something or shave a bunch of wood just these really weird iphone games and it's just like the fact that they have them both together that's the tiktok and that can make a lot of money on tiktok or whatever you know so it's just like all we need to do is use this that's already there and that could do good and so i think like a lot of it's the you know the function and the the design piece and the 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 settings and stuff of the app itself and then the algorithm is another thing but i think i don't know i have this theory that like because we've seen that like hard work doesn't necessarily get rewarded you know like the system of the rich and the poor is like rigged and stuff and people who work really hard can lose money and people who you know have generational wealth can like be successful even as fuck ups and and stuff and i think that's like led to um less respect in like putting in the hard work to like get somewhere because it's like i could do everything right and it won't even play out for me because the game's rigged you know so in light of that let's just try everything and so i think you know there's always been elevated like star power kind of positions either you know being like professional sports or or you know acting and and music and stuff all these kind of like it's kind of like winning the lottery to get a job like that i think a lot of these things have felt more achievable or just as achievable as like the old let's just go to school and get a job because it's like well that stopped working in 2007 you know the great recession stopped being a oh i could just go to college and get a job so in light of that why don't i just fucking play the lottery or some shit you know i think like as outcomes have have clearly uh separated themselves from the input and output you know again it's just you can work as hard as you want never get anywhere or you could be born rich and do whatever you want forever you know people have kind of embraced things like this and it's like maybe i can just get uh, lucky and go viral on TikTok and get into the creator fund and then i can make money you know especially for like young kids in this uncertain future where it's like who knows if abortion is going to be legal next year you know knows that the fucking united states is going to be still standing or if we'll have fallen apart due to you know economic collapse or something you know i think there's a lot of uncertainty and that's leading to you know people just being like i'm gonna get mine and in a lot of places that means i'm gonna get mine by being a twitch streamer you know or by being a famous singer because i get you know people to do my youtube stuff and then that gets you thinking and like how am i going to slot into this algorithm and then at that point it's like everyone's trying to game this algorithm because the algorithm is the new lottery you know it's the new thing we have to juice to get our proper outcomes out um so that's kind of like my grand theory but it really is just TikTok is like how it lends itself is is just copying and stealing which you know t- twitter's kind of like that when people you know steal jokes and stuff and cut off attribution you know that's just kind of a, a natural part of the app and TikTok has it it's just weird it's funny because you know people will do stuff and be embarrassing and and then people will argue in the comments like oh this is so cringe this is so cringe and then I always come in like bro this is fucking a website where you take videos of you lip singing to your favorite song and that's what's seen as a good post and you're going to complain that this thing is cringe this whole fucking oh, this whole everyone's trying to fucking 
you know, get self self reliance by copying a joke for the 18th time, you know, so just trying to get some recognition on this weird site, trying to second guess an algorithm is all the most cringe shit in the fucking planet. It's so pathetic. Like, but that's what we're here for. So, you know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's really, it's really, I don't know. It's weird. And then the people that do the best on the app, I think kind of are good at discarding their shame and stuff. I think there's a lot of stuff that, um, you know, would be hard to do if you didn't have like a good sense of humor about yourself or weren't willing to, you know, look stupid or I don't know. You know, there's a new meme <laughs> going around <laughs> where you take a ton of cups of water from a restaurant. Like you go to McDonald's and order like 16 cups of water or something. And then you hold the water in the back seat of a car as the car goes over a big bump and <laughs> the water spills everywhere. And that's a meme. So it's not even like, oh, am I going to debase myself and pour water all over myself? It's also, am I going to ruin the interior of this car to make a funny video that'll go viral? You know, so it's like, it's, it's definitely a medium that rewards people who are willing to take risks and stuff like that. You know, I don't know. It's interesting it's it's uh it's definitely not twitter i'll tell you that so have you tried the water challenge in your car (laughs) no uh when i spill water in my car it leaves a stain like i think that's the reason why people are doing that stuff is because they're like oh it's just water it'll come out but in the past when i've got water in my car uh it'll leave like a watermark or something you know and i'm like what the fuck is that who knows so i don't know I might do it though. That could be fun. No, I think I think with my luck it would get moldy or something. You know, <laughs> I get a mold problem in my car or something. It wouldn't be good. Um, but yeah, man, you want to try some of these Cinefuego Toast Crunch? Yes, I would love to. Okay. So we we, we teased, teased this what, two weeks ago, a week ago. I think this one was a week ago. I think. Yeah. So this is Cinnamon Toast Crunch, but spicy. It's this limited edition thing that I saw in a store by here, so I bought one for me and Spencer to try. Um, Thank you. I don't so have much, milk or anything. I'm just gonna just try it. Yeah, I think that's good. I mean, I I eat cinnamon toast crunch by hand. I recently bought a bag of cinnamon toast crunch cinnamon rolls. I just ate that whole bag by hand. I didn't need any milk. It was so fucking good. It was so good. We got this stuff. It kind of looks like peanut butter, but it's cinnamon toast crunch spread. It was the oh, worst yeah. thing. It didn't taste anything like cinnamon toast crunch at all. I don't know if we were just doing it wrong. What did it taste like? Because how could it not taste like cinnamon and sugar, which is basically all? No, it was just sort of bland flavor that was just tasted like sort of just sugar. You know, it was Mm -hmm. just not. It it wasn't cinnamony or toasty or anything like that. It was just sugar spread, like like frosting kind of. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, that sucks, but I. Smelling the bag here. These smell like red hots, don't they? Yeah, definitely. Or like uh, atomic or, fireballs kind. Yeah, kinda. some kind of like red hot cinnamon candy of some kind. Yeah, the kind where the cinnamon becomes spicy, not like. Yeah. Which is weird because I would have just expected kind of just hot, hot like cayenne pepper or something. Yeah, but it is. It is that kind of cinnamon spice. All right. So well, you want to try, try first? First. Okay, I'm trying All it right. first. Spencer's chewing. Well, this isn't so bad. Ah, ah! That's what happened, right? Um, 
Yeah. Hits you in the back of the throat. Wait, let me. All right, let me. Try it out. Try it out. I don't want to eat more. It is definitely like those cinnamon candies. Like, yeah. I mean, it tastes like cinnamon toast crunch with red hots thrown in the bowl. Mm hmm. Which is way different than cinnamon toast crunch. You know, it's a more, a less refined kind of cinnamon flavor. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's not bad, but I don't think I'd want it. If that's it's a, yeah, it's too intense. Like, I don't know. That's the thing is like, a lot of times the spicy flavor isn't really adding a lot. So it's like, am I gonna have to get through a whole bowl of this? with the spicy flavor, you know, is that worth it? You know, I think it's good, but it's just a bit too hot that I'd want to eat the whole thing, you know, because it's like, eh. I mean, maybe the milk will cancel it out. They had to make it extra spicy so that milk, cause you know, milk does cancel out a lot of. Yeah. Heat. Maybe that's why it's as hot as it is. I'm sure it will be a lot more mild. Yeah. With the milk kind of in play, but I still don't feel like I want to eat this though. I thought it was going to be worse. It's better than I thought. I guess, yeah, it's like I was thinking more of like a hot Cheetos spice or something, and it's more of this candy. So it like fits better. I thought it was going to be more stupid and ridiculous. What is good? Man, yeah. that reminds me. Someone, someone in the Discord or someone somewhere, someone on Earth recommended I try uh, Takis. No, not Takis. Pocky, Pocky, Packy, Packy that does the one chip challenge. Yeah, Packy. Um, they have these ghost pepper chips, and I had those. And the thing is, they just tasted like normal tortilla chips with just a bunch of spice on it. And it's like it wasn't a terrible, like it wasn't an unbur like unbearable amount of heat. But it's like, but they're just fucking chips. They're just tortilla chips. Like I just eat a bag of tortilla chips. But I wouldn't even pay for that. You know, I wouldn't want to pay money for just a bag of tortilla chips. And so then now you're putting a bunch of spice on it without like elevating the flavor. It's not like a nacho thing or whatever. It's just kind of like a dry burn to it. That's not, that's not what I want. Then I have to spend my whole drink trying to cool down off the chips. And it's like the drink was supposed to be refreshing. It wasn't supposed to be getting me out of this hole that I've dug using these chips. You know, I was just hoping to eat some chips. And uh, so they're they're kind of not good. I don't know. What a pathetic! I'm such a piece of shit. Holy shit, man! You should join the Patreon. Um, just just to see me perish. Like I think you'll have a you'll have front front row tickets. I am a member of your Patreon. I I can't inspire. I can't wait. Yeah, man. And if you join now at the ten dollar level. I'll send you snuff videos of my eventual <laughs> untimely demise. Stay tuned for that. You're never going to find those anywhere else. Um, so we got another thing to try or maybe multiple. Sure. Kevin bought us. Kevin, Kevin's so good to us. You guys, he makes this show happen and I repay him by doing this show when he could have had this time off. You know, I felt pretty bad that I was like, I don't know. The thing is, real life sci-fi is going to be here, so it's not like I'm giving him a whole day off, but we didn't need to do this. I mean, you guys are listening to this. You'd, you'd be fine skipping this, right? <laughs> We're just putting Kevin through an hour plus of torture for nothing. 
this is my social life for the week, by the way. So no, that's that's totally okay. Yeah, I just feel I don't know. I read this book. I can't remember the book. There's a book I read had this thing that's like I used to think I was the smart kid, but it turns out I was just like the hesitant kid. I feel like that in my life. Like I'll think like, oh, I'm smart because I'm overthinking all this stuff. And it's like, no, that's not you being smart. That's just you having your own baggage and calling it something good to not feel bad about, you know, but it's like, even if I was stupid, I'd still be hesitant and problematic. I don't know. So Kevin got these warheads flavored soda. Did you get those at the store or off of the internet? Um, Found them on Amazon, I think. Amazon. So you get these on Amazon. They come in five flavors. Uh, Blue raspberry, black cherry, green apple. What's this one? This one's like melon, right? Watermelon and lemon. Watermelon and lemon. Just like the classic flavors of warheads. Did you eat warheads? I did. I I love those. I was a big Warheads fan. Yeah. You know what I would do, though, is I would just crunch them open because I don't like having to suck through all the sour the whole time, you know? Like, I want it to be sour and sweet at the same time. I don't want to burn my tongue to get to the center, and then I can start enjoying it with my burnt tongue. But, man, I love sour. I love sour candy. I've been loving sour candy flavored soda lately with all this Mountain Dew voodoo stuff. It's been good, man. Um, is there a flavor that you think we should try first? Maybe we'll only try like one or two or something. I think you should choose because you're the Warheads fan. I'm the Warheads fan, even though you like them too, but I appreciate it because I am the boss. I'm the boss, even though Kevin makes all of the decisions. Kevin's my boss, and I'm Kevin's boss. It's a fucked up psychosexual game that we're playing. I'm going to use... I use this to open the can opener. You could just slide this under the uh, tab of the can. Open the can that way. And is that interesting? Which one are we trying Kevin's first? Kevin's nodding. Kevin thinks it's interesting. I got the pink one, the watermelon. So sort of. Okay. I think the watermelon and the apple were probably my favorites. I know the lemon one was my least favorite because it's like, yeah, we get it. You taste sour. That's all. So I think it says from Molly, it's signed on the back. My flavor patch sour soda will blow your mind and taste buds away. Does it say Wally? Wow. Wally himself signed it. Yeah, he's the warhead face. Pretty sure his name is Wally. It also has a Q. I wonder what's on this QR code. Maybe it's the QR code is stuck to Wally's heartfelt message to us. So maybe if you go to the QR code, like um, the rest of his manifesto or something, I'm actually going to see if I can get it. Hold on, you guys. I need to follow this QR code link. It just takes you to the Warhead Sour Soda the instagram account not good not good not enjoying any of this all right you want to try this soda yeah so i'm smelling it kind of it smells like cough syrup a little bit yeah yeah it smells like like nightfall maybe it definitely smells like cough syrup that's so so weird 
that's not like a good the, sign yeah like the fake kind of metallic kind of candy flavoring i think yeah maybe it tastes a little alcoholic too it does it, it smells like there's some tequila oh, smell, or something yeah, in here yeah which exactly. maybe where the nightfall is coming from <laughs> so we got mm. alcohol and medicine in this candy flavored soda that's good the kids are gonna love this all right do you want to try it first you sure. should try it first now you're the warheads fan he's thinking oh it's it's got this weird thing where it like it feels like it's drying my tongue out the moment it hits my tongue like it's not so much sour as it is it just has this puckering effect do you know what i'm talking about yeah yeah that like, feels like it's the alcohol whatever the alcohol is doing or, it. does it have citric acid in it yeah but warheads malic had that acid. too where they would yeah malic acid that makes sense where warheads had that too where they would um they dry and and sour stuff sometimes does have this kind of dry note to it Lemon yeah it has a lot of that, that. Yeah. it makes me more thirsty after drinking it maybe it is the malic acid oh no there's red dye number 40. That's bad, right? They say that's bad. Is that maybe not as bad as it used to be? Is I think they, they, they found out that it wasn't actually bad in the first place. Mm-hmm. Does this taste like melon anyway? I would I never have gotten watermelon out of this, I don't think. Yeah, I don't I don't I'm not really getting any melony ness. The the fruitiest flavor I could pull from it is more like a grapefruit flavor, but again, that just might be the acid or whatever. Yeah. You know. I I don't dislike it, but it's not something I would think I would drink because I'm thirst. I want to drink more, but not this. Yeah, lemon juice has that too. Oh, blackberries have that kind of thing too, where they have this kind of drying effect. Definitely getting like some blackberry vibes from that texture. It's not as sour as you would expect. Um, no. Yeah, it tastes a lot like blackberries to me. That's like the strongest kind of hint I'm getting. Um, but you know you what? Know. It kind of reminds me of too, and, it, and this doesn't make. It's not that same tang as like salt and vinegar potato chips. Yeah, they also do the dryness thing, and they also do like the kind of burning your mouth thing too. Maybe it's that. Maybe it's like it's gotta just be the acid, right? Because they put acid in in the salt and vinegar chips. They put it in the blackberries. <laughs> I think it's got to be that. I don't know, man. You want to try another one to see if they all are like this, or yeah, you pick a flavor. I'll do any flavor you pick. Uh, let's do lemon. So I think that one should have the. the oh, not that one. one. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I just I feel like lemon should be the easiest one for them to get. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Let's mm. smell it. But this has different ingredients. Hmm. This is citric acid, not malic acid. Oh, interesting. This one smells like a lemon or smells like grapefruit for sure. Yeah, it's almost like lemon floor cleaner smell, but it does smell like lemon. Yeah, and I still think I can smell the alcohol, whatever that note is. It's it's, it's artificial lemon is what it smells like. These journeys we go on are so, I mean, they're not exciting. But they're never what we expect. Like, it's always so different. It's all, I don't know. You know, you can conceptualize flavors and scents and stuff. But then when you're actually digging in on this nonsense, it's like, 
Yeah. I mean, I think the only ones that didn't surprise us were the Lester Fitzsons ones. So those were just uncannily like what they said they were. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Man. Ugh. Ugh. All right. Should we try this? Yeah, let's try it. I'll I'll go first. All right. Spencer's nodding. Yeah. No. It just tastes kind of like squirt, I would say. With a bit more of a candy sweetness. Go for it. Kevin is tasting. Yeah, it's a it's a sour squirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like have you ever been in a bar that has like one of the nozzle things where they can dispense different sodas? They have like a sour button for making cocktails. Mm-hmm. Um, it tastes like sour. Yeah, it just tastes like sour. It doesn't yeah. it does have lemon in it, but it's also not even like I wouldn't even say like a, a strong lemon note. It does taste a little bit like like the lemon lime of spray, I guess. Um, yeah. A bit harsher. Like this one I would finish, I think. I don't think I'd finish the watermelon one. Yeah, this is definitely, it's it's like a clearer take, whereas the other one's just kind of like muddied by who knows what. Yeah. I feel, even though neither of us drink, I also, I feel like this would be a good cocktail mixer. Yeah, for sure. I could see this with a yeah, vodka probably for me. Nice vodka warhead. That could be good. Like a screwdriver or something. I don't know. Who knows? But you know who does know? Soda. And that's what we just drank. <laughs> Usually it's the opposites. Man, this is this is a real bust. Well, sorry to Kevin for making him show up. <laughs> For rubbing his lack of deviled eggs in his face. Yeah, I stayed awake too. Yeah, Kevin stayed awake. I'm really actually the, these deviled eggs have become more mysterious and alluring. Okay, as soon as Arrow gets home, I'm going to get her to to get the ingredients to make deviled eggs, so we can. I, and I'll send you some somehow. Okay. I don't know how that's going to work, but we're going to send you some. We, you guys could just try them on the show. We could talk about them, maybe. I don't know. Be fun to talk cooking with Ariel. But that's the show, you guys. Do you have anything to plug, Kevin? I don't have anything to plug other than Marvel Snap. Check out Marvel Snap. I was right about the country rib sandwich. Now I'm right about Marvel Snap. Yeah, you could you Check could it out. potentially play against either me or Spencer randomly on Marvel. There's no way to play with your friends, is there? No, not yet, at least. That that seems know. like a glare in a missionary name like that. I gotta imagine they're adding it. They just didn't think to or they thought like why do it right now why not do it later or something that's my guess but i don't know but yep marvel snap and coming soon the token shop that's right marvel snap is getting a token shop i read their news what about you kevin uh yeah so coming up next is that uh tv show we can't talk about and uh because we didn't show it last time like i said i was going to so we're going to show that tonight and then followed by real life sci-fi followed by a repeat of one of the best uh found craps from rob schraub damn i think the best ones has are the ones that he's done already the only ones better than that are the ones that he's yet to make you know that's very zen it's again it really makes you think i'm really smart but, you know, I'm going to end the show the same way I do every time by saying, what do you want to do? I don't want to be a part of this. 
I don't want to be a part of this. I want to end this show on a happy note, and that's what I'm going to do. So make some noise. So I don't want to go into details about, oh, God, all of these things that happened and what happened because we've already been told that stuff in all the other videos. So I don't know. I'm just going to leave that part open-ended because I want to have a real conversation about it. And if you want to come talk about it in the comments down below, then we'll talk about it in the comments. So I'm going to end the show the same way I end every single one of these videos. I'll see you on the next one.